ever told you to just be you or be yourself? Like, what does that really mean? Welcome to the Tried and True Podcast. Together, our goal is to gain inspiration from all of our stories, interviews, lessons learned, how-tos, and more. To gain insight in a safe place to unlock your own innate wisdom, magic, and clarity so we can all become our true rock star selves. Because once in a while, we all need reminders to harness our inner powers so we can pivot and live life authentically. Now here's your host, Caroline. Hi, and welcome to episode two of Tried and True. I'm your host, Caroline, and today that is the topic that we are going to be diving into. When someone tells you to be yourself, is that bad advice? On this episode, I think the reason why I wanted to talk about being you is that I feel like it's a go-to phrase for us to use in the self-help spirituality world. I know I catch myself saying it at times. And the other day, I actually really started to think about what it means when we just tell someone to be you. What if being you wasn't the best version of yourself? Then we would literally be telling that person to just settle, settle for where you are, settle for not following what you want to do in life because you're just going to be you. And I think there's a lot of different ways that we can take the words be you and look at them. So if I say be yourself and you are not living to your fullest potential, maybe there's something that you've been wanting to do for a long time and you're just not doing it because you're not willing to follow that instinct inside to go in and and do that thing that you want to do because you're scared. You're afraid you might fail. You're afraid that it won't be good enough. You are afraid that it won't turn out the way that you want it to turn out. Or maybe it's too hard for you to, to even try or attempt because you think that the task is so difficult. When we say just be you, well, okay, but that's not really a helpful statement. And it's kind of crazy that I feel that I've just figured this out. I almost want to say that I said it at the last, in the tail end of my, of my episode one podcast, and I'm just not going to say it anymore because be you, but be yourself if that's where you're happy being. If you are yourself now, and you know that there are things about yourself that you want to shift and change, then by all means, don't be yourself. Step outside of yourself and be that version of yourself that it's going to take to move you to that next level. So by me telling you to just stay you and be you because we accept you for who you are, that is true. But don't stay you in the comfort zone because that's not going to move you to the next level where you might want to be. So that's the opening. If someone were to say, again, be yourself, that might trigger or cause someone to maybe, well, what if being myself isn't enough? 
So when you tell someone to be themselves, I was a teacher when a student was having difficulty trying to make friends or trying to uh, talk to their you know peer that's sitting next to them. And I would literally say to them, just be yourself. Again, not really thinking that possibly maybe that student was themselves many other times and, and, and other kids didn't talk to them. So in the back of their mind, they're thinking to themselves, well, you know what? I was myself in third grade and only one kid talked to me the whole year. That was me being myself. So then it begins to start a, a negative connotation of, well, this is what it means to be myself. No one wants to talk to me. This is what happens when you are yourself. And you can look at it in a negative aspect of what happens when people are themselves because they start to correlate different things happening in their life because they were themselves. That would also mean that possibly that keeps people stuck. It keeps people from having a growth mindset because they have this limited belief of no matter what they do, it's not going to matter because this has happened to me thus far in my life. And this is what being myself or when someone tells me to be you, and this is what I've done because I've listened to people, this is where it's gotten me. It hasn't gotten me very far. So why am I going to start now? Maybe you feel like this is the best version of yourself because you have not allowed yourself to embrace that space of positive change and a growth mindset in believing that there are ways that you can change not necessarily to better yourself, but to better your quality of life that you think about yourself. So what do I mean by that? I mean that by you staying in the place that you are now, and maybe you're perfectly 150% happy, and there's not a single thing you could add to your life right now that would make a difference to make your life 10% happier. And if that's where you are in life, then beautiful. You can stay there or you can continue to, to move up the ladder and grow. But if that's where you want to be, then that's perfectly fine. You can stay right where you are. But for someone who is looking to grow outside of their comfort zone, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of faith for them to know that what it is that they want is on that other side of something that they don't know, that they have to put faith into, a place that possibly they've never been. So it's scary. And you can see how people can easily be stuck in the places that they are because people have continued to tell them to just be themselves. That's why I felt the other day when I said just be you, it really made me think. Because if I would have just stayed me, I would have been stuck. I would have been stuck. I would have been frustrated. I would not have had the growth mindset that I knew that I needed to embrace. And I wouldn't be here talking on this podcast about this very thing if I would have stayed being me. Not to say that the, that the innate qualities that I have are still part of me, but my growth and my mindset has changed tremendously since I have been on this path. 
Another thing that I feel people get stuck on is not being willing to admit where they are right now. They just want to say that they're unhappy or they're stuck or they, they're just, their, their life is boring or whatever it is, but they're not willing to admit where they are. They just want to complain about it or they want to just talk negatively about where they are in this space. And instead of taking all of that energy that they're using to just ramble on and talk about what they don't like about their life, that maybe if they started to look at things that actually brought them happiness, and it's not even monetary things, it's things that they could start to do to see an opening in movement towards that next level of their life. So when you begin to recognize that your life is not where you want it to be and being you is not getting you to the next level of where you want to be, that's when you need to recognize that something in your life needs to shift. That is going to be the catalyst of your change and of your mindset growth or growth mindset, I should say. So you can either have a limited mindset or you can have a growth mindset. And the limited is, I'm just accepting where I am. This is the way life is. I can't do anything to change it, fix it, do whatever. There's really nothing to fix. None of us need to be fixed. But what we can do is want more for our lives, more enriched lives. And again, this does not mean that we have to go out and buy the Lamborghini tomorrow or the $10 million home. If those things make you happy and that's what your goal is and that's what you want, then by all means, go for it. But I don't want you to think that this is only a monetary thing. You can journal and have and start to expand your growth mindset. You can meditate daily or every other day and have a growth mindset and start to see openings and things in a different way. You can go for walks every day, which is what I've been doing. And it's actually been very interesting. Um, The walks really allow me to just think about whatever comes to mind as I'm walking. I walk with my daughter most of the time. We sometimes have conversation and other times we literally just walk, listen to the birds, listen to nature. Sometimes I get just things that come to me when I walk. I've never been one to do something like just walk, but I'm finding that walking has actually been a really cool thing to elevate the mindset. Once you begin to do these little things, document the things that are really working, that you're really seeing a change with doing. What do I mean by that? Well, if you journal or if you listen to meditations or if you, whatever it is that you're doing, that's a change that's causing you to have a different outlook on life. Those are the things that I want you to keep doing because As you begin to make shifts and changes because you're doing those things, then something new will open up and you'll begin to see other things differently. 
And then your your growth mindset begins to expand. And then you no longer have that sense of I'm stuck. I don't know where to go. I don't know what I'm doing. Or this is always going to be like this. I have learned that our lives are literally what we make them to be. If you have a limited mindset, you're going to be limited. But if you're constantly growing and looking for ways to enrich your life in however you see fit, there really is no stuck because you're constantly in movement. Came across an article in the Psychology Today from Dr. Stephen Joseph. The things that he talked about with people that had, I guess, a growth mindset, they, there were seven traits, and these are the seven traits. To have realistic perceptions of reality, they're accepting of themselves and other people, they're thoughtful, they have a non-hostile sense of humor, which I don't know that I understand that one, but I'll go with it. They're able to express their emotions freely and clearly. They're open to learning from their mistakes and they understand their motivations. Maybe the two that I want to touch upon are learning from their mistakes and understanding their motivations. As we go through this journey and we move through life, it's inevitable that we will make mistakes. But I think mistakes, maybe sometimes you've made big mistakes in life. As long as we learn and find something out of them, and, and be grateful for that mistake, because in those mistakes, we are able to learn, hopefully, from them. If we don't make mistakes, then we're not really trying. With trial and error, we have the ability to try something and hopefully not fear trying it. If we can get out of our heads and not be afraid of making a mistake or, or failing at something, for fear of what other people are going to think, what other people are going to say. We're going to let people down. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. There will be an endless loop in our head of why we are afraid to fail at something. But if we don't fail and make mistakes, then we don't learn what works and what doesn't work. And the only way to do that is to try. And so trying may result in making lots of mistakes. But if we learn from those mistakes and we can, we're able to be better on the other side, then it's worth it. But you have to take that step, that initiation of, I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to make the mistakes. I'm willing to fail at something in order to be great at something. The other one, understanding your motivations behind things. I think this is where a lot of people get tripped up. They think that if they do X, Y, Z, because this person told them they would be good at it, or this person, you know, they, they want me to do this. And it really isn't something you want to do. The motivation behind you doing it is never going to be enough if it's not something that you don't really want to do. So when you are setting out in wanting to make shifts and changes in your life, you have to be very careful with your motivations behind why you want to do something. Because if it's not really truly for you, and I don't mean it in a selfish way, but where I'm coming from is if you're really not going to be 100% invested in what you're doing, it's going to take you a lot longer to accomplish. And it's going to be a lot more difficult for you because you're not going to want to give it your all. Because when you're doing something because someone told you to do it, 
or you're doing it to impress another person, or you're doing it because that's what everyone else is doing, it's going to be very difficult to sustain. Whereas if you're doing something because you truly love to do this thing, and it's almost second nature to you, it might be difficult, but it's second nature to you because you have such a love for whatever it is that you are doing, that's when you know you've found it. So the motivation will keep you going a lot longer when it's something that you genuinely love to do. So the message that I wanted to get across today, instead of telling someone to be you or be themselves, maybe just invite them to look at how they are living their life. And instead of just saying, be you, maybe you ask them, is this your most authentic self that you are being? Is this the version of you that you want to continue to be? Because by just telling them to be themselves and they're not happy at that space is not really going to help them. How do we know that? I guess in conversation with a friend or a family member or possibly a client, that's how we are going to learn is by listening very carefully to that person when they're talking with us. And if you can, you can see and you can feel and you can sense doubt and, and question in how, they're, how they are doing and how their life is going at this point in time, then that tells us that maybe they aren't in the best version of themselves right now. And then it becomes our, should be our goal or our um, incentive to want to help them find the tools that can allow them to be the best version of themselves at that point. And then after they do that, then that may shift and change again, and they may move up to a different level of themselves. We are constantly evolving and changing, especially in today's world with all of the technology and all of the things that are going on around us. We constantly have to pivot who we are and what we do. And I don't mean who we are as in we're constantly having to change to make other people happy. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we have to adapt to the changes that our environment is imposing on us. It doesn't mean that we have to limit our growth mindset. It just means that we have to look at things a little bit differently. Do we adapt? Do we shut down? Or do we continue to grow? So the question is, are you at the best version of you right now? Are there things that you want to shift? Are there things that you know need to change? Do you need to go to bed earlier? Do you feel like you need to eat healthier? Do you feel like you need to call your friends more or spend more time with family? Or possibly you've always wanted to take a vacation somewhere, but you keep saying that you just don't have the time. What I'm asking you to do now is to really look at your life. And if there's something that you truly, truly want to do, then don't have the limited mindset. Do what you need to do to make that shift and to make that change happen. Because that will open up something new in your life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think that there's someone out there that might benefit from hearing these words, I would greatly appreciate if you would 
pass this on to them or let them know where to find me. So until next week, nothing changes. If nothing changes, smile, you rock. And as always, direction is everything. I'll see you next week, friends. Thank you for joining the Tried and True Podcast. We hope you gained insight and unlocked your wisdom, magic, and clarity. And always remember, direction is everything. Join us again next week on the Tried and True Podcast. Until then, harness those inner powers.